Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. I hope you're having a good Thursday. Had a lively conversation last night on the Wednesday Tavern Chat, and well, mostly about this, that, and the other thing. Mostly talking about problems with Anchor here and you know, Kickstarters that have gone awry, that have not gone awry, that are coming to a close pretty soon. I've got a backed one already that I'm looking forward to. Okay, first, before we get going, I've got a voicemail from Froth. He wanted to talk about the last episode. Go ahead, Froth. Hey, Glenn. Froth here. Wanted to let you know I enjoyed this uh, this last episode. I like the idea of something kind of always being on their trail. It reminds me, I've fantasized about trying to do a Time Bandits game uh, based on the Time Bandits movie. and if you, You've probably seen that, but if if you hadn't there the supreme being is kind of always a little behind them if they stay in one place for too long or whatever the in one time for too long it starts falling and they have to go into another whatever time hole or portal or whatever so it made me think about that so i gotta start working on that one day but anyway it does sound like a a good uh, motif for plot device to, to use and uh, encourages travel and I like that so good stuff see ya thank you froth appreciate that yeah that's a, that's a good little premise right there I've seen time bandits several times and I know what you're talking about yeah the, uh, chasing through time that would be a that would be a really I remember the the old gurps the gurps time travel supplement which would have been great for that but thank you thank you very much for 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 calling that in. Do you think food should take more of a prominent role in a role-playing game, especially a fantasy role-playing game? Because sometimes modules and other places, they will give you... I've seen early, early like D&D modules where they give you a menu of what's served at the tavern or something like that. And yes, there's other ingestibles like potions and pills and things like that and phylacters and whatever you call them. I don't know. But I think food could play a better part, a more more of a part in a role-playing game. Now, I'm not even going to talk about drink right now. Let's talk about food, because I can go on and on and on about drink. I may cover that a little later here. But what if what if food paid a more played a more prominent part in a couple of your adventures? I had an idea about a chef who gets kidnapped because this, and so let's say it's a woman, this, this woman can cook like you wouldn't believe. In fact, she's such a good chef that some of her dishes have actual magical properties or pseudo magical properties. I'm thinking of a woman who could make a broth for a soup that is so perfect, so well done that it acts as a healing potion. In fact, say you had a character that was, say, a wizard or a witch or something like that, who was also a cook. And it would, it would kind of be funny. And if Sometimes they get it a little mixed up. Sometimes they brew a potion or they add a potion that think they're adding something else and it gets into the food. 
with all the things that can happen to that. But anyway, back to, to the woman who can cook really, really good. Seems like she's always being kidnapped by bandits, ogres, other people like this because they want them her to cook for them. They want their cook. Say they're captured by the uh, ruler of another another kingdom or or something like that, or some warlord. Oh, you're going to be my cook from now on. Oh, yeah? Well, and I would say, oh, I'd give her a husband or something that would want her back, something like that. I was, you know, I, you know, just thinking about food, ideas start popping out of my head like that. And drink, oh, my Lord. Remember the one-hour scenario I came up with about kidnapping the brewmaster? There's one right there. Also, say there are two two clans of dwarves, or even dwarves or other, like humans, or dwarves fighting, dwarves fighting alcoholic goblins. The beer wars. And they have, like, like carts of beer on the field. Whoever wins gets the beer or something like that. That's kind of cheesy, but it's like they're, they're trying to kid. They're trying to, or even or even better. Here you go. A competition between the two cl- two clans of dwarves over who makes the better beer. And one side is not above cheating, like adding something to them to their their stock and at night, or adding poison, or kidnapping people, or killing the guards to get to steal their stuff or whatever. So there's that. I thought about that, and I'm thinking, like, if I'm coming up with taverns and things, I'm sure there's some books that have this in here, but I should come up with menus. Just even a short menu for, like, the ta- a roadhouse down the, down the road or something. And for to... What am I trying to say? To, to find inspiration for this... You find some of the old modules that have these in there, or go to your friend, the internet, World Wide Web. So go to, like, say, the type of restaurant or place to eat you want to reflect in this, something close. Go online. They've probably got a website. Look at their menu. Look at their menu and see what they serve and try and twist that around for whatever I mean, it doesn't have to be fantasy. It could be a super. It could be a spy game, a cyberpunk game. They all have these things that, you know, you wouldn't think of. Go on these menus and see what you can do to twist it around. And maybe even you can make it part of, you can make it the focal point of an adventure. Like I said, the brewmaster and the brew, you know, the the alcohol is easy to get, get a scenario out of. But somebody like a cook that's really, really good. That's something original. How about how about an area that a a lord is trying to conquer because the area is known for its potatoes that they make a fortune off of, or beets, or some some kind of consumable that they're famous for, and this country wants to annex them and they don't want to. Or something like that. There's you can go that way too. You could you could put it around festivals. The the Cotterton Beer Festival that happens every year. Or say you have another town, um 
Tinkleton's Bratwurst Festival or something like that, and they have a competition, kind of like a chili cook-off type of thing. You can do that too. The chili. Oh, I'd love to do a scenario around chili. That would be cool. A chili cook-off or something. Because chili seems to kind of be the kind of food you, you could find that in a fantasy world because it's easy to make. And, you know, and there are people who take pride in this. Say there's a family whose patriarch is dying without passing on the recipe to their awesome, awesome chili or some, some other food like that. And the heirs are trying to like jockey for jockey for favor because they want the recipe. Maybe he he hid the recipe. He never told anybody he left clues for it. That's another way you can do it. So food to me has some possibilities as a as as a story component or even a MacGuffin or even the whole point of the story. So go ahead, take that and use it. I may be using it myself in the future. So I'm going to go start my day. And if you want to talk about this, you can always drop me an email over at oldmangrognard at gmail.com or you can drop me a voicemail at Anchor. And we're monetized as little as 99 cents a month. You too can help support this program and I would thank you. Thank you, Jonathan, Dorje, Wendell, Jessen, and Oliver Shrek for supporting me. You guys are tops. So until I see you next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.